Hey, business building warrior, it's Jim coming at you with another episode of Silent Sales Machine Radio. We've got a guest today, which means I'll turn on the video camera. We'll have an episode on YouTube as well as on your favorite podcast listening app. So look for that link near the show notes, silentjim.com. If you're watching us on video, it's been a while since I've reminded the viewers on YouTube, hey, you know, you're missing out on a good number of our episodes that are audio only. So make sure you go to silentgym.com and check that out and see what you've been missing. Because some of our guests, they don't want to appear on camera or the video doesn't turn out that great, or it's just me turning on a microphone sometimes. Those are great episodes too. So if you're watching on YouTube, we appreciate you. Leave us a thumbs up, but check out silentgym.com for the other episodes you've been missing. So today's guest is a single mom. She's got multiple streams of income. She's learned the replens strategy, the way we teach it in the Proven Amazon course. It's going really well for her as one of several income streams that she discusses today. She's into real estate. She's got some eBay, some Facebook marketplace. She's just a determined entrepreneur. And you can just hear it in the way she presents herself, her confidence in what she's built and in where she's going. It's a very encouraging episode with some very practical tips and strategies but yet more evidence that if you put in the time, effort, and energy that's required, which isn't all that much, into the Amazon replens model that we teach, it just simply works. And as you hear Christina refer to it today, it's been the foundation that she's relied on for all these other interesting projects that she's experimenting with and diving into. So I think you're going to really like hanging out with Christina today. She said she has plans to attend our conference, which is coming up in mid-August of 2022. I don't know the city yet. I don't know the exact dates yet. I apologize, but just circle that middle of August. Don't make any important plans then because you're going to want to gather with hundreds of people from our community. And we'll be telling you about that more very soon. Keep an eye on theprovenconference.com. By the time you're listening to this, we may have updates there for you on that event. You can gather with other business building warriors from around the world. If the other countries will let people travel hopefully by then. But if not, it's going to be for the people in the US. It's going to be a US-based location for sure, Continental 48, and we'll know more very soon. But let's get our guest on the show today and hear her story. A little different vibe on today's episode because we drift off of Amazon quite a bit, but I love that because there is a lot of other opportunity out there in the world. If you've got the right mindset and you see the world through the proper lens, which I'd like to think this podcast helps you do. So God bless you, business building warrior. Enjoy this interview. And we will have another one like this again for you very soon. But we love hearing your feedback. It's one thing I want to remind you too. I'd love to see some more reviews. I'd love to see some more comments, YouTube, that sort of thing. Let us know what you think in our Facebook group. If you have a podcast episode you've heard, leave us your feedback there as well. You're shaping this show. You tell us where you want the show to go as it continues to grow. We've hit some new incredible record highs lately. Uh, Maybe I could share this with you. We had a a day recently where we had well over 4,500 individual downloads in one day of this show, which for us was a new record. We were very excited about that. And the numbers just continue to climb. But we want it to be your show. So tell us what you'd like more of. Okay, That's enough introductory comments. Let's get over and meet. Uh, Christina Ward. So Christina, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate that. Uh, We appreciate you being here and telling your story. Let's get right into it. Well, I have been doing Amazon about four years. 
Okay. And um, I will say Amazon is one of a few hustles that I always have going. I think I love the hustle aspect of life and my professional life just as much as I love Amazon, uh, maybe even a little more, um, which is where the attraction to Amazon for me came from. I've always been a business owner. I can remember even at seven years of age, I knew I would have my own business. Um, Really? What did you envision yourself doing when you were a, a kid? A dance studio is what I envisioned. It turned out I became a personal trainer and I had my own business for several years. Yeah, for about 15 years, I was a personal trainer and had my own company and I loved it. That's cool. Because when I was seven, I think I wanted to be a superhero, but it didn't work out. (laughs) That's funny. I remember in school, you know, I always got told to sit down and shut up kind of thing because I always wanted to be the leader. I was always starting clubs. I was always... And, uh, you know, they say some entrepreneurs are born with it and some are trained for it. I guess you would be the right word. I don't know. But I was definitely born with it. So when Amazon showed itself to me, I was in a position, I had went through a life transition where I went from business owner to employee. Now I did work from home, which was the only reason I could tolerate being an employee for very long. And it was during that phase where many, many companies were dissolving positions and rearranging and trying to save money, yada, yada. So my position was dissolved after three years. And um, I had, I can't even tell you how, Jim, but I had learned about Amazon and eBay opportunities somehow. And at that very given moment, a conference of some sort, probably pitching me something, but it was coming through town. And I said, Hey, what the heck? So I remember I got a flyer on my doorknob. That's how I learned about it. And so when when my position was dissolved from that company, it was a um, make or break moment in my life. I said, you can go back to being the business owner, which is what you know you love to do, or you can go be an employee again and find yourself in the same position where you never even wanted to be in that position to be, to begin with. And so I said, okay, kids, hold on, here we go. And I did it. And I went to the conference and I made the decision to do it. I didn't think about it. I didn't hope for it. I didn't try for it. I don't, although hope is very biblical, I don't do a lot of hoping and trying. It's just not in my vocabulary. I do or I don't. Mm-hmm. And in this case, I did. And, uh, and that was four years ago. That was four years ago. So I did you pay money to learn? or Because a lot of times those door-to-door, those, we swing through town things, it's going to be pretty pricey. Was it ended up being a good experience for you? It was an excellent experience, actually. I did not pay a dime to go to it. Now, they did sell courses that you could take if you wanted to, to get a deeper understanding of the courses and of the process and these sort of things like they do at many, many conferences. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, what the prices of those were, I don't even know because at the time I knew I couldn't afford a thing. (laughs) You know, I was a single mom. I was um, living in Florida, probably one of the most expensive states in the nation. And it was time to get it all. And that's what I was ready to do. So I didn't have money to invest in courses. I had money to take care of my family and money to invest in myself at that time. Yeah. Now, so I had you just, you learned that the concept existed and you learned of the possibilities and you set about learning to do it. I did. They kind of gave us a pretty basic understanding at this conference. I think it was a three-day conference. They gave us a pretty good understanding of how it worked. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I can do that. That's, that's no big deal. The biggest obstacle that I faced at the time, Jim, was that I didn't have investment money. Mm-hmm. So I actually got very creative Being in Florida, we have a ton of yard sales all the time. 
And uh, that was pre-COVID. So we had church sales. We had mobile home park sales. We had, they were endless. And so that was where I started. And that was when Amazon was a little more open-minded to use books and use toys and this kind of thing. But what I did at the time was I somehow, I don't even know how, but I thought to myself, these yard sale people don't want what they have left over. So I started saying to the yard sale host when I would go, hey, at the end of all this, when you're tired and hot and sweaty and don't want to deal with this anymore, I'll come get your stuff. And it was a business in itself. I could not even keep up, Jim. Every single weekend, I made up a template and I would send it to about 30 different yard sale hosts. And my door, every single day, my phone was ringing and people were knocking down my door and I had free inventory. And that's lasts. what I was going to say. You didn't even make an offer. You were just saying, hey, I'll clean the driveway for Absolutely you. Right. I'll that's put exactly the tables back in the garage when I'm done. I'll come get your stuff. What that's a great exactly idea. what I did. And you know, it was a lot of work and I probably sure. shed 10 pounds just from the sweating that I did here in Florida. But that's I absolutely. And 80% of it was probably garbage too, I'm guessing. You it know. was. A lot of it went to the donation pile for sure. Mm. But like I said, that was back in the day. Amazon was a little more open-minded. Like books, the fees weren't as high as they are now. So right. many, many books could go. And those were always very abundant, mm-hmm. you know, because people mm-hmm. didn't go out and buy books that often from the yard sales. And um, it was just amazing. My first year from March to December with free inventory, I did 28,000 in sales just on Amazon. That's tremendous. It was awesome. <laughs> well, it, I, I I'm going to pause just a second and share for the listener's sake. I never know when we've got brand new listeners, when we've got people who've been around a while, but this is like a perfect opening to a great story for an Amazon seller who, because a lot of people come like, oh, I don't really have any money. I don't have any resources. I, and people will say, well, if you don't get any money, you can't do this business. I'm like, that's not true. And as long as I've been doing this, I haven't heard anyone share what you just said. A lot of times, you know, closest thing I've ever shared to what you just shared was let people know that you know how to sell stuff online and then offer to split the money with them when you do so. Neighbors, friends, whatever. And they'll say, yeah, here, I've got some stuff I'd love to sell. Yeah, split the money with you. You don't need any money to do that. You can get your seed money that way. And that gets you started up the pyramid of success, we call it. Just sell anything you can get your hands on used. toy. You know, Get on Facebook Marketplace, get on eBay, get on, sell it as used on it on Amazon, right? That was the start of your story, but you sold $28,000 in just a few months worth of stuff. I did. And it took a lot of work, but did you ever happen to go back and do the math? Like, what am I earning per hour here? Like, what's the, did you ever break it down? Oh, that's a tough one. I will say, because I always have, no, the answer is no. A short answer is no, because I always have other um, projects going. Oh, you know, sure. I've seen one too, and, so and that's- kind of all I'm, mesh in together. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I may be working on Amazon and then there and grab that stuff. And then I run back and then my kid needs a ride somewhere. And, you know, so I I can't say that I've done it by the hour. You know, what I can say is that in four years time, our lifestyle has improved dramatically. (laughs) So (laughs) that's that's kind of a, a, just me in in how I'm doing. We're just the first few months in so far and you're off to a great start. No money needed. Beautiful. Okay. Well, keep the story going. Sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to make sure and bring the listeners along for the ride of that's what we say, you know, sell anything, get used to it, dip your foot in the water and prove that this works. Then you can move on to some of those more stable, predictable, scalable models where you're not sweating, <laughs> working yes. so hard 12 hour days, cleaning up a bunch of yard cells on a Saturday. Yeah, and that is you know, th- there's other ways. 
Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it was. And it's funny because if I wrote out my story, that's exactly, you know, I climbed the pyramid, like you said. So I started with the yard sales and that was amazing. Quite honestly, it was very difficult to even give that up because the gratification was so there and so easy. You know, you go pick up free inventory and sell it. You know, if I couldn't sell it on Amazon, I could sell it on eBay. And then soon after I learned about Facebook Marketplace, which is a gold mine, an absolute gold it mine. Is. And so it turned out that I kept doing the yard sales for a long time, but I added to it that now I would purchase items. So I would go to the yard sale, I would purchase the things that I felt I had to have for inventory, and then I would also offer to come back and get the rest. And then I would pilfer through that when my schedule allowed. And then um, I got to the point where I started just being able to dabble in buying new inventory. And what I noticed in that time was that all the big wigs, all the people that I was looking up to, all my mentors that I had, you know, developed relationships online, never even paid attention to used stuff. And I was like, are they crazy? There's so much money in this. But once I started venturing into RA and OA, I'm like, what do you mean? I don't have to scrape off yard sale tags and clean it up with (laughs) with a magic eraser. Um, (laughs) And that was kind of fantastic too, being able to stay in my air conditioning room and, you know, and, and make that happen as well. So it's been an interesting progression, but I will say I'm still addicted to the hustle of the used product, funny enough, because the profit margin and the ease and the turnaround time are fantastic. Oh, you know, it's, hard. Can, it, it's the best margins you will ever see in e-commerce. Absolutely. absolutely. I can it's, go out mm-hmm. even this weekend to a flea market or the churchyard sale and I can turn easily three to four hundred dollars into twelve hundred, fifteen hundred dollars in a weekend. Yep. That's right. Um, and it's and, and Nathan Bailey, our coaching director, he's been with me, you know, we're coming up 18 years or so. And he's still and, and me as well. Like when the set, when the yard sale season kicks in, in Indiana, we're not like you Floridians. We don't do it year right, round yeah. here. There's about four months. <laughs> yard sale season, right? <laughs> so I just, I can't help but stop and just, gosh, yeah. I just see $50 bills and yeah. $20 bills. Like, yeah, I'm going to go grab some of those real quick. Yeah. You just can't turn it off because again, the margins yeah. are just so great. Spend 50 cents, sell it for a hundred dollars, some old Absolutely college textbook right. or something, right? It's, like, Absolutely. but you got to know what you're looking for. And it is a grind. It it's is. not a sellable asset of a business either. Correct. Yeah, correct. And that's why I've had to, you know, even though it is addictive, I've had to literally force myself to back up off of Facebook because it is, it's addictive, Mm -hmm. but it's not sellable. And it's exhausting, quite honestly, because I was keeping up on, on RA and OA, sending that into Amazon. And then also my phone's dinging off the hook, ding, 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 you know, Mm -hmm. is this available? And I'm running out to the inventory shed. And so I am transitioning out of that, but it's heartbreaking. (laughs) It is heartbreaking, but my energy level's up. So that's, that's a nice perk to that. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you have a a very healthy perspective on what it means to grow and scale. And where'd that come from? You've got some really good, you said you were kind of born entrepreneurs. Do you think these are just natural things? You have a mentor who's kind of coached you along that path? No, you know, Jim, I, I was born, I think, determined. That's a great question, Jim. No, I can't say I'm completely the opposite of um, my parents. Now they are very financially responsible, but they are very into security and comfort. Yeah. You know, do what's comfortable, retire when you're a certain age. And, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've heard, why can't I just get a government job like everybody else? But, <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I couldn't I, handle I, that. Oh my goodness. That'd be I like a form of torture. Nightmare. 
Yes, that's what I said. That would be my worst nightmare. Why would I ever do that? But I've had various mentors. I will say I've had a couple of people that I really watched closely, like on this Amazon journey, for instance, I watched um, one particular mentor very closely. Then I came across your Facebook page. And the truth is, I don't remember how I discovered it, but I quickly knew I wanted to be a part of it because of its faith-based foundation. Um, That's super important to me. But yeah, I think I was born with it, Jim, and that's a blessing from heaven. It's not something that I say egotistically. Mm -hmm. I just feel like God was like, this is your thing, you know, (laughs) like this this is your, this well, is your- it, it, I have a theory about entrepreneurship and I don't expect everyone to agree with me, but I think the vast majority of us are born entrepreneurs. We yeah. all are actually. I think very few of us aren't. I think I it's pounded out of us mm-hmm. by our culture, our education system, the, the way we're raised. And uh, because really all entrepreneurship is is saying, hey, these resources that I see around me, these opportunities thing, I want to use them in such a way that other people benefit and so do I. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Because the only other option you have is, I want to use them in a way that only I benefit and other people are hurt. Like, hmm, that's not good. And a lot <laughs> so of we're times, all entrepreneurs until yeah. we learn greed or we learn mm-hmm. you know, selfishness or we learn security above everything else. As long as I'm taken care of, everything else scares me. You know, And that, that kind of frightened, I want safety and security at all costs. Like, everything else is entrepreneurship besides those. It's something, it's a theory I'm working on, but I think you must have at least had you know, influencers around you, people who supported and encouraged you and uh, it kind of put you down this path. But yeah, I was just curious because you're, you're making a very methodical climb of this pyramid we talked about. And I can't wait to hear about the next levels. I honestly don't know <laughs> where we're heading with this. So I can't wait to hear. All right, let's keep, keep it back to you. Don't let me talk so much. <laughs> no, that is okay. That is absolutely okay. I have used Amazon in the last four years time as... Let me back up a little bit. I believe in multiple streams of income. I think many, many, many of us entrepreneurs see the value in that. And it's not a, well, I hope someday it works out like this. It's a, this is a must do kind of thing. And so I always knew Amazon was going to be a catapult. I always knew it wasn't what I was going to do forever because we're still trading time for money in a sense, whether it's our employee's time, our own time, we're still trading time for money. And that is not of interest to me long-term. Right. I always knew this was a catapult. So I always have other hustles going on. So Amazon, for me, some people in four years time would be at the $2 million level. I, this year, because I combine all my sales, this year in sales total between Facebook, eBay, and Amazon, I'm at about 150 grand in sales. And so for it being one of three avenues that I always have growing, um, real estate, and then my another business that I have, I'm very happy with that. And it provides a great living for my family. And for me, it's about consistency and it's about keeping my sales up consistently and not necessarily necessarily trying to make a million bucks just on Amazon because yes. long term I can't keep up with Amazon. And I'm curious and I know how I would answer it. And I know I encourage people. I call this a multiple income stream community. And I know why I think that's necessary, but I'm curious to hear you explain a little bit more why it's important. I don't want to assume that all the listeners are like, yeah, we need multiple income streams if we're going to be e-commerce sellers. Why is that from your vantage point? Oh, absolutely. Why should they be spreading out? 
Well, there are so many reasons. I mean, one really simple one is suspension. <laughs> you know, Amazon is a savage. And especially for newbies who, you know, maybe we don't feel like the rules are all that important or you're born like me and you're kind of a rule breaker by nature. You know, suspension will kick you in the tail and Amazon does not care one way or the other. They're like, correct your problem and state it the way that we want it stated or you're gone. And so that right there can kill your potential or existing income. But more importantly is that life is funny. Life is funny and what it throws us, we never know. You know, life can throw us in directions that we just don't expect. And so to imagine that for the rest of my life, I can stand on my feet and pack boxes and send them out with a UPS guy isn't realistic. For me, my lifestyle and my choices of, you know, spoiling my children a little bit and these sort of things that I enjoy doing and setting them up for a successful future that's filled with having their own business versus the struggles that I have gone through as a young person is super, super important. And one income stream is not going to provide that lifestyle. And it's important to me, most important to teach my children the value of those income streams and the value of your own business. Um, mm-hmm. Super, super important. And I think you've got to have multiple pillars set up to be successful long-term and to be able to finally sit in a rocking chair on the porch, whether it's beachfront or snow front, we all want to be able to take a breath eventually. And, um, and I think multiple streams of income is the way to make that happen ultimately. Yeah. Beautiful. Great answer. The, the only thing I think I would add to that is I just, I don't want to scare anybody away. And, and anytime that the concept of Amazon suspension comes up, I've got a pretty good perspective on it. We've been teaching it for about 12 years now. And there's only a small handful of permanent suspensions that I'm aware of. You can get your account back eventually. But even that is a good argument for multiple income streams. Because during those few days or few weeks, at the, the most I've ever heard is a few weeks of a suspension, 95 plus percent of all suspensions, this is Amazon's own number, they get back on the platform. But during that scary period, of a few days, it's nice to have something else that's going on. You can focus on Absolutely. something positive, not just waiting for you know, the powers that be at Amazon to flip your account back on, right? Um, if you're going to play on these big boy platforms, we got to know we're playing based on terms and services that are stacked in their favor. So to the degree that you can spread out, absolutely. Which is why I think one of the wide open opportunities that's here for all of us, you know, we've got 30 plus coaches on our team now. That's another income stream for them. You're competent, you're skilled in this arena, you know how to help others. Turn that into an income stream, turn it into a business, teach other people how to do what it is you do, create content. Such a blue ocean, so many opportunities. And the other thing I always like to say is, to the degree that they all kind of flow in the same direction, these multiple income streams, independent, but flowing in the same direction, complementary, so to speak. Almost like you described the eBay, Facebook Marketplace, Amazon. Three different income streams, but you're sourcing from the same. The relationships you're building all feed those same streams. That's powerful versus having them in completely different universes and juggling all those separate relationships that never seem to overlap. That's just applying some Hebrew tradition wisdom to the to the scenario too, which is another topic we go deep on. But here I am talking more than my guest again. So I'm going to turn it back to you to keep the story going. That was a great answer to multiple income streams. I loved it. Thank you. You know, it's, it's just so important. And, and I feel like I would define hustle. And I even had to look up the word hustle and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. My license plate says hustler. H-U-S-S-L-E-R. Really? And it was very interesting because when I went to the DMV, 
And I told her that I wanted that on my license plate. She was so perplexed. And she says, and I'm thinking, what, what, what's happening right now? And she had to look it up in the dictionary. And what it said was, a person who knows how to create income from more than one place. And hmm. it was very interesting about the tag. She also said that if one person calls and complains because they think it's naughty, that they can pull my tag and take it away. <laughs> but nonetheless, <laughs> I think the hustle is so important. And I think the hustle leads to multiple income streams. And I, I relate this to so many people on various Facebook groups and platforms that will say, well, I tried to do so-and-so. Well, I was there all day and I tried to do so-and-so. And I would encourage them. And I believe the reason for my success to relate to exactly what we were talking about is that I never tried. I did. Yeah. And I think it's super, super important that, that people understand that, that if you're going after a rental property, you either are going to buy it and make it happen or you are not. You don't go try to buy a property. You are either going to make it on Amazon or you are not. And for me, I made that decision. And I feel it's important to make the decision. And I don't care what your hustle is, whether you love Amazon replans or whether you love Amazon wholesale, it just doesn't matter. Any of those things doesn't matter. What matters is that you make the decision to do it and you do it and you actively do it and you spend more time doing it than you do complaining that you can't do it. And, um, and I firmly so believe good. that's what's led to where I'm at. Hey, Business Building Warrior. Sorry for the quick interruption. Just wanted to make sure and remind you about our tremendous sponsor, Payoneer.com. If you need funding, up to $750,000, flexible repayment terms, no credit check, they love Amazon and Walmart sellers. They want to help you grow. Payoneer.com slash funding for 10% off the fees. Be sure to tell them we sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. I don't care what your hustle is, whether you love Amazon replans or whether you love Amazon wholesale, it just doesn't matter. Any of those things doesn't matter. What matters is that you make the decision to do it and you do it and you actively do it and you spend more time doing it than you do complaining that you can't do it. And, um, and I firmly so believe good. that's what's led to where I'm at. Yeah. And we don't spend a lot of time on mindset. It's kind of this fringe topic in our community at times. But when it comes up, I couldn't agree more that the people who succeed with what we teach around here are the people who decide they're going to succeed. Yes. It's that simple. Because we've established, and this is the reason I love having testimonial episodes, is because we've established it can be done. We've established it's not some kind of random luck of the draw process. Some people win, some people... No, we've established these are facts. We've established the opportunity is only getting bigger. We've established all the necessary information to take the risk out of the decision. Yes. All you're left with is, am I going to do this or not? There's work required. It won't always be comfortable. It will be inconvenient. You might have to give up a hobby that you kind of like. Right. Cut back on Netflix a few hours a week. Uh -huh. Decide to do it or not. That's fine. But if you decide to do it, it's doable. I love that. Yeah. When I went to the conference, Jim, there was so much to be learned. Even though I had been in three years already, there was so much to, to still learn. And I still, even after four years of actively 
putting in numerous, numerous, numerous hours into this business. Um, I still feel like I could go to 10 conferences, which I will, and continue to learn. And that was a really motivating time for me, even though I had been in three years and even though I had been growing and growing and growing, it was such a challenge. And I even said to myself, I'm going to be on that stage one day because Let's I do wanted, it. Yes, because there's so much to learn, but there's so much that other people don't even know that we don't even realize our treasures to them. And that's what it was for me was, you know, learning about wholesale with Rich and hearing Oscar's story and all these people that are just average Joes that are bringing in three and $4 million in sales. And I'm like, what the heck? If they can do it, I can do it. And so that was super important for me. And I got challenged there and I need that in my life because I work independently, because I'm a single mother. You know, there's not a lot of people in my life. I need to change that, but there's not a lot of people in my life that really, really challenge me to be better. And that's what the conference did for me. And I think it's super important that anybody who's going to do this business challenge themselves to be more and to do more and to commit fully. Yeah. Well, you brought it up. So let, let's explore down this path just a little bit more before we finish climbing the pyramid that we were talking about earlier. And you came to our event. It sounds like you were in Tampa with us. I was. And was that your first time get, coming it to was. one of our events? Because we've yeah. done several, nine of these, I think at this point, 10, if you count the virtuals, I think is where we're at. Uh, we have another one coming up mid-August, which I'd, yes. hopefully you plan to join us. We don't you know the date on location? What's that? Did you decide on location? Location. Oh, so you're very informed. No, not yet. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> we will have the location very soon. Okay, it's okay. uh, but circle mid August and, and kind of carve out those dates in the For middle sure. of August. But um, yeah. So what do you think of the event? You told us a little bit about the value, but just you know, give me your feedback. Help us shape out the next one. Who should attend? What'd you take away from it? Absolutely. Um, I had just gotten to know the organization and join the page just a matter of months before the conference was coming along. And so I was like, hey, wait a minute. You know, for lack of better verbiage, I said, I think these folks are some bigwigs in this industry and I need to be a part of this. And, um, and lo and behold, I did. And it was fantastic. Any conference, I believe, any event just doesn't matter is you're going to get out of it what you want to get out of it. Mm. And that's, again, that level of commitment. How committed are you? So it was really just, there were so many, uh, not seminars, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Breakout like, uh, sessions. Breakout. There you go. But that's the word, breakout sessions. That if you're committed to what you're there for, you can help but learn. Even just sitting and talking with other sellers, you get ideas and you're like, wait a minute, I didn't think of that. I met a couple who they have a, a prep center. And so I learned a lot from them. And it's been interesting watching their journey and as they've grown. And um, I met and just met so many interesting people and all of us have a little bit of a different story. So that was the most interesting aspect for me was being able to talk to people individually and get to know their stories and network. That was super, super important. And then the challenging aspect for me, I took it as a challenge. Okay. They're saying this can be done. Then I'm doing it. They're saying this is a great way to do it and I'm learning it. And so for me, it wasn't necessarily about the information as much as it was about the challenge, the resources, the education, the reminder to be fully committed. You mm. want to be, you want to do a million dollars in sales? Okay, then get to it. Here's how to do it. Here's the roadmap. And do it. Right. Yeah. Exactly yeah, right. Just the connections and the motivation. We hear that so often. And mm -hmm. the first couple of times we did, live events. And I put all this blood, sweat, and tears into setting up the speakers and the topics. And, and then this feedback started coming in. I have to admit, 
those first couple of times we did it, I was a little let down that everybody's talking about the connections, the relationships, the, the motivation I got in the hallway from talking to somebody. And I'm like, well, I want you to be impressed with the presentations. I'm like, right, oh yeah, yeah, those were good, Jim. But it was nothing compared to just being with the community. So we've been very intentional about just building in plenty of time and, and actually pick our venues based on having a good lobby. Where can we hang out? You know, right, so yeah, uh, because yeah. that's the value of this. And you, you said it great. You get out what you put into these things. So glad you'll be at our next one. Yeah, and uh, we're really looking forward to it. Mid-August 2022, keep your eye on theprovenconference.com. We'll have details there soon. Maybe as by the time people are listening to this, we may have more details, but uh, beautiful. Well, let's keep climbing that pyramid to use our visual. So what are you doing now? Where are you at? Or did we leave any of the story out? Yeah, no. So right now I am neck deep in RA. I love seasonal. It's kind of my thing. So I've got peeps and Easter bunnies (laughs) surrounding me like crazy. And that's kind of my thing. I love, love, love the seasonal stuff. And I love the replans. I know we talk about that a lot within the group and it is, it's just the hot ticket. I don't have to wonder every time what I'm going to buy. I don't have to wonder if I'm going to find anything. Um, They're always there. And if you're not finding them, that's on you. It ain't on anybody else. That's on you. And posting in the group is not going to help you. Scan, scan, scan is what I do. And um, it's inevitable. It's just there all the time. So I'm buried in peeps right now and getting those out the door daily. I'm very happy with my sales right now. They're just consistently at about 80 to 100 a year. This past 18 months or so, I put a little bit of focus on real estate. And so my sales went down as a result. But the truth is, I really like the balance. I like knowing that now I've got a rental property that is good for me the rest of my life. And then I'm looking for the next one. But Amazon was the catapult for that. Mm -hmm. Um, That that allows you to be able to to do what you did with that property. Yes, that's exactly right. I don't know that there's anywhere in the world that has a hotter real estate market than (laughs) Central Florida, where you are, I mean, I got to imagine stuff gets snapped up pretty quick and the value climbs rapidly. Um, so cool, good move. How long yes. have you had that property? I'm just curious, not that we're going to golf into real estate, but yeah, I first I flipped two properties. That was, I think I started about 16 or 18 months ago. And so I flipped two properties and learned I didn't like flipping that much. It was really, really hard and it was really time consuming. But what was great was that Amazon was still making me money. Right. All the time. Even when I was at the property, it was still making me money. And that's what I love about Amazon. This rental, I finalized and finished up in December. And it rented out the day I posted it for more than I was asking. So Florida is a beautiful thing. (laughs) Florida real estate is beautiful. And I will continue to grow that. But the truth is, I couldn't do it without Amazon. And I couldn't do it without challenging myself and looking at my mentors and those above me. So that's kind of where I'm at as far as my my peak and my pyramid. I am not one that's going to grow to 3 million in sales on Amazon. Um, That's not my desire, but my desire is to make a great, consistent living for my family while I'm growing other income streams that will last me the rest of my life, even when I'm old and, you know, in a bathing suit on the beach. And and that's what Amazon does. You're building assets. Yeah. And the we're not going to dive real deep into the replens model. People can get into the Facebook group and learn about that. But it's, it's, it's such a stable, scalable model. I'm just talking, I've actually got a call after we're done here talking today, Christina, that the replens model can be done at several different levels. There's the just scan barcodes, hit the major big box stores level, all the way up to 
let's build a brand that can be sold based on the replens data. You know, there's like a little pyramid within the replens plan of of stability and viability and long-term building an asset that can be sold or something that can be turned over. You know, like, hey, hey, here's the training. Do this business for me. I'll pay you well to do it. And you kind of step back, right? It can be that for you. So I I love that you've got all these multiple streams going, that you've got uh, a great deal of confidence. You know, so many people, you don't have to look far in the world right now. They're like, they're kind of scared with their finances might look like not too long from now or even right now. Mm-hmm. And you sound pretty confident. You've got some streams going. You know what works. You've got your routine. Uh, it sounds like you're in a really stable, solid place. What else would you like to be seen? Like, give me your like your one or you strike me as a, a goal person. Like, do you have a one-year goal? Like, where do we want to be? And what's going to get you there? Talk through that a little bit. I always like to hear how people process the goal conversation. I have a pretty different take on it. We won't go into that right now, but... Talk to me about that a little bit. Where would you like to be? I know you talked long-term, but like, what's your one year? Yeah, absolutely. I want to get one more property under my belt by the end of 2022. And um, right now I'm actually launching a website, an already very successful website. Thank, thank you, Jesus. For my town here in Dunedin, Florida is the name of where I am. I'm five minutes north of Clearwater, but I'm in Dunedin, Florida, and I'm launching a website here that's focused solely on Dunedin, kind of the go-to place for Dunedin. And I want to launch that same site in 10 different cities by the year's end. So all the various cities surrounding me and well beyond that, even Indianapolis and Terre Haute, I'm looking at, believe it or not, to launch this website. So that is my primary focus uh, through 2022 is, is stabilizing and launching those sites in all those various different cities. And then just using Amazon as my stable platform that just carries me through and allows me to pursue these additional streams of income. That's fantastic. I love it. I seem to recall that there was a little bit more to your story as far as what you were working on. And that whole concept of just, it's a very beneficial label to carry around calling yourself an e-commerce expert. Mm -hmm. Just when people say, Hey, what do you do? Like, well, you know, I've got a job, but really my passion is I'm an e-commerce expert. Mm -hmm. What's that mean? Like, I know how to make things happen online. You know, yeah. and yes. that makes you in many conversations, many rooms you find yourself in, one of the most valuable people in the room. You've got this stable, you, you know how to sell things on Amazon. Just yesterday, I was on the phone call for two hours with the leaders of significantly sized organization that they're trying to figure out their e commerce strategies. And they're really, and just the most basic of things that I knew were yeah. just amazing to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're leveraging that saying, Hey, I, I know a fair man. I can figure it out, set up a website. Here's all the restaurants. You know, how are you monetizing that? Are you taking advertising fees from local businesses or? I am. I have a professional website designer and his partner both working on my site. Yeah. And uh, we launched March 1st, actually. And yeah, I have advertising throughout the website. Um, I've actually sold several of those advertising spots just in the last three days since I announced that it would launch March 1st. <laughs> That's beautiful. So awesome. Sales is, you know, and I don't care whether you're selling on Amazon, eBay, websites, it just doesn't matter. Sales is, in my opinion, the only profession that is there is no ceiling. There is no time frame. There you're is right. no 24 hours in a day. If you're good at sales, you're selling 24 hours a day, 
all the time, every day. I wake up to emails and I'm like, yes, you know, because it happened while I'm sleeping. So yeah, there's ads available on those sites for the Dunedin residents and business owners here and throughout the site. And um, if my numbers are correct, uh, which I, I think they will be, there's potential for five to 8,000 per month easily per city. And so that's really a, a beautiful focus and a beautiful goal for me to, to be able to provide the living and the future, more importantly, that I want for myself and for my children. Well, you know, and just in you sharing that on this podcast, you're going to have a handful of people reach out to you and you, you use your discretion. Who is it you need to pay attention to and who you don't? Because typically guests on this show get a pretty good flood of people <laughs> tapping them on the shoulder. Oh, really? Interesting. But, oh, yeah, for sure. So you'll have people, unless you want us to use your first name only, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, sure, that's okay. so, but one thing I'd propose is as you establish this, that's how we've, we've launched many, many thought leaders and, and creative leaders in the e-commerce space by saying, hey, I've got this unique idea. It's working. It's working for me. Taught it to a few other people. All right, let's create a course and sell it to a couple thousand people, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. So as you shape this model out, yet another income stream potentially. And I would love to, to be the one to work with you and shape that out. And we're just kind of doing this live on the fly. But for people yeah. who are listening to this episode, that's how we roll around here. Great people with great ideas, doing cool, interesting, unique things. It doesn't have to be just Amazon. That just happens to be the low-hanging fruit of the moment. That's why we teach it. But it can lead to all kinds of other interesting opportunities. So yeah, I'd love to end up working with you at some point, Christina, as you prove this out and and uh, keep an eye on that one for sure. Let us know how it goes. Sounds great. I'll send you some details via text after we hang up. Yeah, And that way you can keep an eye out for the March 1st launch and you can check it out at your leisure as well. Yeah, it sounds beautiful. Well, as we, as we start to wrap up a great episode, I really appreciate your time today. This was a pleasure getting to know you. Was there anything on your list that you wanted to get out there today? Anything that was, was left unsaid that we should have covered now that you have the ear of the community for a few more moments here? Yeah, I think, you know, if I could preach the whole world, the thing that I would say is commit, mm. absolutely commit. And it doesn't matter what you're committing to, whether it's your spouse, your income, your Amazon sales, um, a new website, it just doesn't matter, but commit. And that is just a gift to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so interesting because even after four years of Amazon, I truly, truly, truly feel like one grain of sand on the beach compared to the information and the education and the opportunity and the resources that are out there. I feel like I'm itty bitty tiny grain of sand. And yet some people will look at me and and be inspired. And that's a beautiful thing. But the reason that I'm even where I'm at, which is little piddly thing is commitment. And I just think that's so, so important for people to, to understand and put into action, especially if you're a newbie. I have a theory on that topic of, of commitment. I think it takes, you've got to be someone who's not easily distracted, which means you're someone who's able to focus. And typically people who are good at focusing for extended periods of time are readers. Yes. Do you read? I do love to read. Okay. So see, you've hel- you're helping me build yes. my theory. And, yes. and that's just a little tip for everyone. If you're not reading, you're, you're slipping behind. Don't let Netflix and screens be your main source of, you've got to be reading. So I want to hear from you. And we didn't set this up. I just, I can spot them a mile away. There's other things I can feel like I can spot a mile away. One of them is readers. So have you read anything that's encouraging you in business lately? Or you know, what are some of your favorite books that have kind of helped inform you on this entrepreneur's journey? You know, I, I'm a, tra- I don't want to say traditional, but I stick to the basics. Let's say that I love the KISS, uh, what's the word, I'm, acronym, 
Keep it uh, simple. Simple, stu- you know, keep it simple, stupid. Um, I like the seven habits of highly effective people. Mm, um, Covey. And I love, love, love the diehard motivational speakers. Um, I love their podcasts. I love their Facebook pages. The guys like Les Brown. Oh mm. my God, to die for. I love listening to him. And I love- I bet him. you're a Jim Rohn fan. Oh yes, love Jim Rohn. <laughs> Yes. Eric Thomas. Yeah. Um, you know, there's some fantastic, fantastic guys out there right now. And some of them don't have books just yet, but most of them do. Yeah. My hard classics are the ones that I love. But, and but listening to those podcasts, that's just as good. Listening to good presentations and, and from, from good thought leaders, that's, yeah, phenomenal. The little point of uh, trivia, Nathan, our coaching director, worked for Covey. Oh really? Before he before he came to our organization as a young man, very strong ties. Yeah, ah. isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah very inspired by him. Yeah, I've seen several, <laughs> several of the best motivational speakers out there, and there is nothing like it. That is one of the worst things that COVID ruined was the big success conferences because although the naysayers would say, "Oh, they're just a big hype," no, they mm-hmm. are fantastic, down to the soul kind of things, and it's so important because as entrepreneurs. There's many, many times that we're alone and yes. that we're just completely independent. I mean, mm-hmm. on a given day, there's days I don't even leave my house. <laughs> you know, I can order a lot of my products online and I can do a lot of my work online. And so I don't even really have to leave my house. And um, so it's important to, to feed your soul. And, and yes. reading is an excellent way to do that. Podcasts are an excellent way to do that. And then it used to be that the success seminars were a great way to do that as well. I miss those yeah. terribly because I saw yeah. some some of the best speakers out there mm. at those but success conferences. There, there's a, a biblical concept, you know, that man is not made to be alone. It's in one of the first chapters of the book, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not just talking about having a, a spouse. It's talking about we're not made to be lonely. We're right. not built for it. We actually start to fall apart mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Like we become a wreck very fast. We can wreck the most hardened trained soldiers in about four days, stick them in a dark room, you know, yet we do that to ourselves. Yes, it's true. Yeah. And that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah. So the, the encouragement I always like to give folks is, you know, whatever level you are exposing yourself to the world and to the people who are, you know, fellow business building warriors, a Facebook group is great, but it's not the same. You've got to be meeting face to face these events. Absolutely. Uh, even if the speaker's a little cheesy, the people in the room, they're there to try to build a better business. Absolutely. Surrounding yourself with entrepreneurs, I call them business building warriors. Man, there's something powerful that happens there. So Absolutely. yeah, great advice. I love the way we we kind of wrap this episode up. I think it's very practical stuff. Anything else on your I'm mind? All set. I appreciate you having me. It's been fun and uh, I've enjoyed just conversing with you. You know, it's a whole different world when you can have some one-on-one time versus seeing you on the stage at a conference. So I appreciate the time. <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure. Asset. Thank you. Thank you so for fun. that. Well, I, I look forward to getting to know you a little bit better and I just see you as an emerging leader. I think you've said some things that are probably more powerful than either one of us realize right now that it's going to encourage. You can have someone come up to you at the event and say, you're the reason I took the leap. And they're going to hug you with tears and say, thank you. Like, what did I say? I don't remember saying that. But that's how powerful this medium can be. My life mission is to inspire at least one person a day. So if I've done that today, then perfect. Hopefully, yes. That's a beautiful vision and mission. I love it. Well, Christina, I'm going to talk to listeners for just a minute and say, as I say so often, and I hope you had as much fun as I did today and learned as much as I did because I sure feel inspired and motivated as I've spent some time with Christina today. So 
Uh, just wanted to let you know that if you enjoyed this episode, one more reminder, we've got dozens of interviews like this from people in our community who are doing incredible things using the internet creatively. A focus on Amazon, sure, that's the foundation. That's the low-hanging fruit, as we called it today. But multiple streams of income opportunities in this community. So we're glad you're with us for this ride. And I also want to wrap up this opportunity with you today by saying, we're praying for you. We want you to succeed. We do not see you as a competitor in our community. We see you as a fellow business building warrior. We want you to succeed. We need you succeeding alongside of us to inspire and encourage us as well. So let's do this journey together. So Christina, great job today. Thank you again, my guest. Thank you. And to the listeners, we'll have another great episode again like this one very soon for you. Talk to you then. Hey, before I go, one last reminder, Payoneer.com, a tremendous sponsor of this show. You can get 10% off your first fees by going to Payoneer.com slash funding. Tell them you came from our program. They're going to take good care of you. Up to $750,000 for Amazon and Walmart sellers. Hey, if you're needing some funding with some good flexible payback terms with no credit check, you're going to love these guys. Go check them out. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.